Welcome to Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life, where we invest in what matters, people, and God. I'm Sue Donaldson, speaker, author, and creator of WelcomeHeart.com, which invites you to know and show the welcoming heart of God. We all long for a life that matters, to give ourselves away for the next generation, to invest in things that will outlive us, and as my pastor said recently, to age intentionally and strategically. No matter what age we are, we are all growing older. There's no stopping that train. We want to grow something besides old. Thank you for joining me today at Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life. This morning we get to talk about the great topic of giving thanks, or thanksgiving, or thanks and giving. Now some people are better at being thankful than others. We call them perky, and sometimes they can be annoying to be around, especially if they are morning people as well, which can be a deadly combination, especially on if you had your coffee yet or not. Now, what are we thankful for? My husband, the man in plaid, who is perky in the morning, prays very short prayers. Our kids prefer his over mine at the dinner table, especially if they're really hungry. He often includes this line, thank you for our good health. He deals with the very unhealthy all day long. He's in the medical profession. Maybe that's why it's on his mind. I do know I don't thank God enough for good health, except when I feel lousy or have a hangnail or something. The point is this. Do we have to wait for a disaster before we become a thankful person? It reminds me of a plaque I had on my wall in college. Do we have to wait for a desert before we enjoy water? I hope not. To be a thankful woman is a powerful thing. You know, there's lots of talk in our culture today about the power of a woman. I don't have issues with that issue. I know my strengths and my weaknesses, and people don't push me around much. What I forget is that one of my greatest superpowers is to be a grateful woman. Not so that I could lord it over someone, but rather to spread joy on a regular basis. Now, there are all sorts of reasons to give thanks or to be a grateful person, no matter what our dreams or our circumstances. Here are some. When we're thankful, we have more joy and peace, which sounds a little self-serving, but you know it's true. When we're thankful, we invite others into our joy. It can become contagious, if not annoying, depending on if they've had their coffee. When we're thankful, we get to display the lovely face of God. That might be the best one. As believers, we need to be thankful people. After all, God is the only one who's really in control, and we belong to Him. Giving thanks keeps our focus on what's really important. And the great thing is, it's a simple thing. Anyone can do it. My friend Christine said this, You know, you don't have to be part of a special club to give thanks. You don't have to have any money. That's a good thing. You don't have to have a high IQ or a special talent or gift or live in the right neighborhood. In fact, there are days when being thankful is what gets you through the day. Isn't that the truth? God's given us this powerful tool of giving thanks, and it's so simple but we forget it's there for us to use on any given day. Paul wrote in Colossians 2, 6 about an overflowing thankfulness. 
Now, in a couple days, I plan to have an overflowing table of people and good conversation and laughter and love, as well as 16 or so side dishes. But what I really want is to be overflowing in gratitude. Listen to God's word, Colossians 2. So, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthen in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. This is who we are, people who have received Christ as Lord. We get to live our lives in Him. You've heard the expression, location, location, location. When people hear, I live on the central coast of California, they might think, wow, she's so blessed, and I am. But my true blessing is that I live in Jesus. I can live anywhere in the world, and I'm still with the best location. As Jesus followers, we live in him. It goes on to say that we have deep roots all the way down into God's marvelous love. Are you familiar with the way that that's written in the Living Bible, which came out before most of you were born? But I will, oh, um, I never forgot how they expressed Ephesians 3, 17 and 18. May your roots go down deep into the soil of God's marvelous love. You can see why we can have overflowing gratitude. We are built up. We're not pushed down. I've been in physical therapy for my shoulder, and one exercise they gave me to build up my muscles is to lift a two-pound weight. That's not much. In fact, I just bought a two-pound bag of rice rather than to buy a weight. I might as well use it in the end. It's not much, but it's enough to build me so that I can handle that turkey in just a couple of days. God uses small and big things to build us up not to push us down. And we are strengthened in the faith, not weak and faltering. So no wonder he ends that passage, we are overflowing with thankfulness. Now what can kill that thankfulness? You know, I had a great day yesterday. I met up with two friends. I did a little thrift shopping. I met with God. I worked out but my joy was destroyed in the blink of an eye when I tried to find a parking spot where I normally found a parking spot. I mean, really? Such a tiny thing? I groused about it. I mentioned it to a couple of people, complete strangers. Can you believe that parking lot? I almost told the manager how things needed to be changed as if I were in charge of the world. I got back in the car and I thought, wow, Sue, just 10 minutes ago, things were fine. You let a parking spot ruin your joy. (sighs) It would be funny, but it was really just pathetic. I had to pray and confess, Lord, I'm so sorry. I want to be someone who shows off who you are. And a complaining someone is not who you are. Please forgive me. And he did, of course. What a lesson that a tiny thing can throw you off and ruin a day or worse, someone else's day. Thanksgiving is this week. I want to be the kind of person that Beth Moore describes in her Bible study, The Quest. She was talking about this same passage, Colossians 2, 6, and 7, that I just read for you. This is what she wrote. Grateful people are the loveliest humans on planet Earth. 
They smile easy, eyes crinkling, like they know something the rest of us don't. They delight easy. They manage to retain a certain playfulness and childlike sense of wonder that make them sparkle like fireflies in a world of hornets. Yes, we are surrounded with a world of hornets, that's for sure. I want to be that kind of person who delights easily because I know something that others may not know. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. I want to be consistently gentle with my kids and husband and all the extra relatives joining us this holiday season. In fact, to be grateful and patient could be my best gift to them, as well as my best gift to the Lord Jesus. You know, his birthday is around the corner. I can't think of a better birthday present for God than to be a woman of gratitude and thankfulness. I saw an ad in, uh, for, in a magazine for a Thermador stove. That stove looked as big as my whole kitchen. It featured a burner that you could keep at extra low simmer, they wrote. Extra low simmer. So that when we get interrupted in our cooking, we won't burn anything. It cycles on and off, allowing an even simmer. I could have used that many times when I've left the burner on. When you're wondering what to give your family this year, let's keep this one in mind. After all, Black Friday is around the corner. You might be shopping a lot this Friday. But let's keep, keep this gift in mind. Not the stove. Rather, can we give an even simmer to everyone around us? An even temperature of love and grace. Encouraging words instead of sharp words. Not being defensive, but believing the best. Why? Because we have a secret. A secret delight. Serving as Christ served us. Submitting to one another. Delighting in others, trusting Christ to turn things around for our good, and thanking him at every turn. An older, wiser friend told me once, Sue, when I have difficulty loving someone, I turn to God and I say, Lord, thank you for this person. I praise you for this person. That simple prayer of thanksgiving made all the difference in how she felt love and demonstrated kindness and grace instead of frustration. The holidays can bring out the worst in us, just like a family vacation can. If you are not looking forward to everyone who will be around these next few days and weeks, each time they come to mind, say that prayer of thanks and giving. Lord, I give you, and you fill in the blank. And I want to thank you for, and you fill in the blank. And I want to praise you for, and you fill in the blank. See, that gives us power, doesn't it? It's hard to be mad at someone that you are praying for. Let's set our minds on thanking God in all things and set our lips on a low simmer. Except, of course, when we're telling everyone what a great God we have. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Let's be delighted. Let's be a delight. Both make us powerful women. All for heaven's sake. Until next time, think about your legacy, the one God has called you to live, all for heaven's sake. I would love to speak at your next Christian Women's event. See my keynotes and retreat series, as well as the show notes from today's broadcast at welcomeheart.com. Thanks for coming. You're always welcome here.